Thank you for tuning in to the House of Phoenix Suns podcast. Today, we will talk about the review of the NBA trade deadline, what moves the Suns should have done, James Jones as a GM and what we like and dislike about him, the projection for the rest of the season, and we will also answer some Instagram questions that you guys have. NBA community, welcome to the House of Phoenix Sound podcast. This is the host, Carlos Rock. Get this started. All right, let's start it quickly. And recently, we're talking about the all the trade deadline, what happened with the Suns, what we're doing, what we're going to do, and what we don't. And please give to the people what was the review and a little bit quick information about what really happened in the trade deadline. So, yeah, there's news outside of the Suns that that happened. So, like, Marcus All going to the Raptors, uh, Tobias Harris going to the Sixers. I know that wasn't on deadline day, but that's a that's a big thing. I I think it helps Philly now, but they gave away a lot of their future. Like, Landry Shamit, great three-point shooter. I think they gave up two or three picks. So, like, that's a, I feel that's like, a big, I feel, big deal. I feel like the LeBron's comment about um, the East – that now he's not there, so everybody thinks they can reach the finals is a really good comment about it because everybody is all in. Because this offseason is going to be fire, but what about the Suns? Yeah, Suns, I mean, we did make a, a trade. Uh, we got Tyler Johnson. So I think it – I personally think it's a good, good trade. Uh, I mean, we get rid of somebody who is – always on the edge of the bench uh talking with dragon bender all, all game so i think the contracts are very similar tyler johnson i think makes like four or five million more than ryan anderson but we're actually going to get production out of tyler johnson so basically so. this trade was a nonsense player with respect to ryan anderson who we uh, we acquired that player for marquis chris and brandon knight and plus to that, he didn't make any sense because Trevor Ariza was part of the trade, and both players are gone with in the East, literally way far from Phoenix. And now we're trading this contract for another big one that is going to expire next season. But like you said, Tyler Johnson is a young guard, another one, that can play as a point guard something that we need, can make the tree, but also, I want to ask you, what he can bring to the Suns. So, yeah, he obviously brings in great three-point shooting. He actually said this himself, like, he is not a certain position, like, he's not a point guard, he's not a shooting guard, he's a basketball player. He likes to see himself as, like, a player that can actually just play basketball, like, play a bunch of different you positions. Don't, you don't think this is a white blood cell? <laughs> I mean, he he is kind of similar to Bledsoe. He's also 
uh, kind of like Alfred Payton, he can do like pretty much a lot of things, just kind of decent at everything. Like he's not not great at one thing except for three-point shooting. He's a lot better than Alfred Payton in that aspect. But to give you guys some stats about him, he averages almost 11 points a game, 2.5 assists in 25 minutes a game. So, I mean, it's not great, but it's a lot better than Ryan Anderson. Do you know what I've been looking about this? James Jones is our general manager, and the simple move or the one or two trades that he have made so far, it's with teams that he already play. I'm not counting the Washington Wizards with all the Trevor Ariza part, but more helping the Lakers, bringing uh, Tyson Chandler. He was a Miami Heat player, so he made that trade and also I think giving my opinion about Tyler Johnson is a good pick just because I see that he have a something he have something and it kind of similar has Kelly Oubre put some 10 to 15 points good nights and then having off so going to one of the worst teams in the league can be a good opportunity to bring back to his Let's see, good move and good experience in court. So, let's see. Yeah, I mean, he was he was actually doing really well before he got this massive contract. That's why he he got the contract. Like, uh, he he was balling out in in Miami. So they decided, yeah, let's give him a big contract. Then he played really well like the first two years, and then now all of a sudden, like production's gone like in half. And, and people have to think about that. The general manager of the Miami Heat is a mastermind of basketball, Pat Riley. So when, when you said, like, like you mentioned right now, they give a big contract. It's because they feel like he was he has the potential, but like, a, like an athlete can happen, cannot. It's life. Yeah, I mean, that, that's kind of like going back to Marquise Chris and Brandon Knight. Like, we traded them, and like everyone thought Marquise Chris was going to have, like, huge potential. He was going to be a great player, and then he, he didn't play a lot for the Rockets and ended up getting traded, too. I don't remember where he got traded to, but he's traded. Yeah, he, he's now a player for the Cavaliers. Uh, it's bad for him playing just for teams that are tanking for giving a good pick, but... Talking about general managers and mentioning before James Johnson, uh, I want to ask you this question because previously on your Instagram, the House of Phoenix Suns, uh, you have mentioned something about James Jones, what you think about this straight down line moves, and from the start, what he have done. What do you think so far about Jones? I mean, I think he's he's done a, a decent job. I wouldn't say good. Like, I remember posting a, uh, a while back saying that, like, a fan site has said that he's doing a, a good job. But I wouldn't necessarily say good job. I mean, the Kelly Oubre trade was fantastic. That that was a great trade, in my opinion. Tre Trevor Reza, he didn't want to be here. <laughs> Let's put it that way. And then now we bring in Kelly Oubre, who's younger. And he is actually performing to the level that we thought Ariza could be. That's just how I see it. I really love that trade. I think I think the best part about James Jones is trying to give a calm 
to the Suns because we're really desperate to go back to the playoff. We have really young, really good young core in our team that is not winning yet, but building this group is important. And this is the most crucial part for any team. What I can do. Should I, tra should I trade Aston? Should I trade my players? They get injured, like TJ Warren. I want a point guard. Is another first-round pick the last piece of the puzzle? What we're going to do? So he's been thinking about what we're going to do next. And I, I really think that his job has been good so far. Obviously, it's not something that we want, but it's the necessary. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I don't necessarily agree with Tyson Chandler leaving. Uh, it does help uh, Holmes develop and actually get time. And he's actually a good mentor for DeAndre Ayton. So when he first got re released, um, I thought we lost like a huge mentor for DeAndre Ayton. But Holmes has actually stepped into that place and, and has, has been a great mentor for DeAndre Ayton, in my opinion. I, I, think, I think the Suns are waiting for the offseason. We've been talking about this for so long for the Suns fans bringing big mans and big time players we were waiting for a big season like off season to spend the money but the problem now with the owner and all the moves that have happened before can struggle a little bit because it's not usual that a big star is landing in Phoenix usually we build it and we have to think about what's gonna be at least James Jones It was a bench player, but he's still six, seven times a champion. And, yeah, he, and he knows what it takes to win. Exactly. It doesn't matter how many minutes he plays. You know how hard it's being in the league? It, it's hard. So he knows about yeah. basketball. It's like, for example, I've never been a professional player, but if you are a bench one, you look everything from the outside. And bench players are important. And now he as the GM of the Phoenix Suns, trying to build something. We've been a decade out of the playoffs. But talking about more about this trade deadline and James Jones, I know a lot of people are talking about Lonzo, if he's coming, Big Baller Brand, and Labar. I'm going to ask you, what move was missing in this trade deadline? So I, I know everyone on on my Instagram page wanted Lonzo Ball pretty much. The only problem only problem that people found with Lonzo Ball was LeVar Ball. And I love him. I, yeah, like it, he Lonzo Ball would have been perfect for us, I think. And that was the trade that I was expecting to see Wodge tweet about. I thought Wodge was going to be like in a in a new deal Lonzo Ball is headed to the Suns. And I would have lost my mind. I would have been so happy. But instead, the tweet I see is Tyler Johnson is headed to Phoenix. And I'm like, what? Like, that's, this is not what I expected. But that was the main trade I wanted to see was Lonzo Ball going to Phoenix. Well, for me, it's more trading TJ. It's not being disrespectful because he's been good. He puts the minutes. He scored. We know. But but he's injured most of the time. And his values will, will go down. The only good part that we have on the side is he's just 24, 25 years old. He's still and he's not on a big contract, to be honest. Exactly. So we were getting bad on the situation because 
the Lakers were trying to get a big-time player like AD. And then that affect us on dealing with Lonzo because we was he was born it was going to be part of that trade. And then all this pressure with Labar and all the stuff was more like don't do it. He need to stay here, don't send the team to New Orleans, but I think the move that we should do on the trade deadline was TJ moving him or trading him because either way people uh, a team can get it can get him but at the same time his value is going down with all the injuries that's what I'm saying yeah I know what you mean like TJ Warren his max value pretty much was this this past trade deadline like that I don't think his value will be higher than that at any point ever again So as much as I love TJ, he's our he's one of our most consistent scorers when he's actually playing. I I really like Kelly Oubre, Mikael Bridges, and Josh Jackson for to take his his role. Josh Jackson is playing really well, and yes, he, he's I been am, playing fantastic. I admire him because he's been quiet. He's been working hard. I criticize I criticize him a lot, and obviously. I have to take back all my comments because he's been professional, he's been healthy, that that's really important. He looks stronger, he looks fast, he can score. He's trying to do his job. I don't know if he's thinking about getting ready for the trade, but he's bec he's becoming one of the captains on the team. Yeah. I I agree with that. Uh, he's like one of the main guys that steps up to like the refs, and he's always saying positive it's things about the team. Damon it seems Green, like, but probably better. yeah, yeah, and he's a bit nicer than Draymond Green to other to like the refs and whatnot. All right, so to end up this trade trade deadline information, what is our projections with all all this move? And I say all because we got Wayne Ellington; he's gone. Now Tyler Johnson has a point guard. As a point guard, what is the projections to from now to the end of the season? What what do you think about? Well, I I think he'll be starting for probably 20 to 30 games, if not the whole season, depending on how he does. Um, if we start winning games with him playing, he might go to the bench because we might want to keep losing. Because I mean, if we're winning, we lose out on on some good lottery picks, but. I, I see us better as a team now with Tyler Johnson. You know what I like? I feel I feel our team is becoming way better in defense. And we can score. And this is something that we're talking about for the past seasons. We can score over 100 points easily. But where is our defense? And I think that's a big credit to Igor. That's another guy that has been working hard in silence and he gets criticized a lot too that's fine that's that always happened to the good ones it's always happened they're doing what they think that is the best for the team and i appreciate that obviously he he probably get mad because he didn't pick Doncic. yeah and he got <laughs> i know Aiton. he wanted him and he got Aiton, and he's still be, he's still doing it i love yeah, no, i love yeah. the Suns. I love what they're making, but it's time to change and do something. I see all the teams around us, especially in our division, 
they're better than us, obviously, but way far margin because the Kinks were tied at us in level, and now they're way better. Lakers, yeah, they're, Lakers, they're pushing for a playoff. Cl- yeah, Lakers, Clippers, Warriors, it's tough. What we're going to yeah, do, you- just wait until the moment, just wait until it's the perfect perfect moment to go to the playoff, that's not going to happen. Yeah, so what's actually crazy is that we're in obviously last place in the West with 11 wins. And then the 14th place team has twice as many wins as we do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we, we so are battling. That's how far we, behind we are. We are battling with the East, with the Cavs, yeah. with the Bulls, with the Knicks. I agree. All those teams that once a really good pick. But, I agree. But that's fine. Right now, talking about the expectations of the Phoenix Suns for the rest of the season. We talk about the trade. We talk about James Jones, what we have done, the players that arrive, because we can count Kelly Oubre. He came before the trade deadline. What we can expect from us from today to the end of the season. So I want to start from going back to the beginning of the season and I I had so much expectations for us. I mean, I said we would win 33 games, and Evan was just like, "No, we're we're definitely going to win more than that." Like, I said, for, "We're going to have said a ton 32. of wins." Yeah, exactly. So I, the followers were like, "Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna go chase the eighth seed," and I was just like, "Yeah, unfortunately, I don't see it happening, but I do see us potentially being 11th or 10th seed." But uh, unfortunately, we we didn't reach that expectation, and I think the main reason was is that. Like Devin Booker got hurt at the beginning of the, of the season a little bit, um, but just the defense wasn't clicking at the at the start of the season. We we only found our defensive like mindset recently. Hey Ryan, we are bad. We are bad. I mean, but, I, I'm trying to explain why hey, we're bad. We are bad. <laughs> no, we are bad, but not awful because our team is young, and it's it's normal to make mistakes. And most of the time, we blame at the ref. And I agree. I'm one of them. And a lot of time, it is the ref. A lot of time, it is the ref. But that comes with immaturity on court. Because you don't see that with veteran teams. And, that's true. And that's why we need to add veteran players that can get our young players in another level. That's true. And uh, for the rest of the season... I see us just continuing what we've been doing, really. I don't see us trying to, like, push for wins or doing anything out of the ordinary. We might change the lineup a bit towards the end of the season, but I, I see us sticking to what we've, what we've been doing, giving the young guys some minutes and whatnot. And it's not worth it. Like, having a really good draft players like Zion Williamson, like R.J. Parrott, J.A. Morant, like... We, I love him. We can wait. I mean, there's no rush to be better and pushing for a playoff spot at this part of the season with no sense. Yeah, and I, I feel I feel like the NBA have to change that tanking part because it's, it's convenient for teams, but not for fans. I hate, yeah, I know. I hate been losing all the time. And some uh, and sometimes and sometimes it. looks like it's in purpose. Like you're winning three quarters and then in the fourth quarter, everything is messed up. We lose. All right, it's like a win. We're gonna be better. 
for the draft. Uh, yeah, I know. I know what you mean. So, uh, for my expectations, I feel like uh, it's not been positive, saying just keep losing. But I want to feel like it's the start of a process. I don't care if we lose or win. I want to see that we are making a team. Like we are doing, exactly. there's a system, we have a point guard. I don't care how much Tyler Johnson contract is right now. I want to see what we are going to do. And that's what I'm focusing. Because obviously we are not going to the playoff. We are not going to win the NBA title, not even close. So yeah. let's get stronger. Let's get faster. Let's get better in defense and think about what we're going to do in the offseason and next season because we are tired. I'm tired of being losing <laughs> for so I'm long. I'm tired. I've been tired for the past five and years. It, but... <laughs> it's not, even, even not for the Suns fans, but it's not healthy for the league. You have a team I that know. is going to play against you. Oh, they're going to lose already. You need competition. It's like in soccer, the Premier League. Doesn't matter if you are in the last spot, I'm gonna beat you. Exactly. And that's the what the NBA needs to look at it. That's gonna create a really good atmosphere and making better. I'm not saying the league is getting worse, but it's something that they have been missing. And yeah, we, I, I agree. Us the Suns have to make better and do better. So um Let's see how it goes. But for now, let's let's put our followers on the House of Phoenix Instagram on the spot. I know, and thanks to all of them that sent so many questions. We yeah, should, I got a ton of questions. We, we got to pick. Yeah, we, we have to pick closely. And this is the question that we're doing every episode. We're going to listen to see every single follower, see what they think. And for us, giving the opinion of what we think about it. And you, Ryan, have the questions and the people that sent to us to see what we think about. So let's start with that. Yeah, and, and I want to thank everyone who, who did submit a question. Uh, if you didn't get your question picked, uh, please keep asking questions. That we we use some of them on the topics. Fine, that's fine. Exactly. But, okay, so the, the first question was from Hansafa7. Is it still possible, Zota Phoenix? I mean, I personally think it is possible, but it's just unlikely in my opinion. So Sue Lonzo Ball, I think it's I think it's possible, but it doesn't matter how many critics criticize it's right now. He's still valuable because the modern point guard is a scoring one, and Lonzo mm -hmm. it's more creating move passes more fundamentals i know he can't score and that's fine but that's, we have plenty of scores exactly but for us should be a really good marketing having him yeah that's a big thing too lavar coming to phoenix will be all over espn will be we'll have really a ton of support after not after the lakers doesn't get ad now the offseason I mean, is open they can keep him, so. It, it all depends on if, like, what we offer. If we offer TJ, I don't see why a TJ and, like, the Bucks pick. 
I don't see why the Lakers wouldn't take that. I mean, it would obviously be like later next year is what I'm thinking is if if they really want to make a, know, a push I for know, the title. I know you maybe don't like it, but I think Terry Rozier could be a huge upgrade for the Suns. You don't want him with a big contract, but Terry Rozier, it's energy, and that's what we need. He wants the big stages. And that's he good. wants the big bucks too. All the players are good. Even me, I want the big bucks too. But fucking about basketball, he can be good. But Lonzo to Phoenix, I hope so. But I don't see it closely now. Yeah, I I, I guess. All right. So next question was, what should we give up for Lonzo from Carter Elder? So for Lonzo, I from what I from what. I think would be most realistic and best for us would be what I said, TJ Warren and the Bucks pick for Lonzo. I totally agree. I feel like that Milwaukee box, box uh, it's not valuable. I, that was I, 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 feel, I feel like for years we think it was a good move, but now that is closely to be used, I feel yeah. like is there's no way that they have really value. But and TJ, actually, TJ have a good one. That pick could yeah. be good for Lakers that they really need players. And also, why not a three-team play uh, trade? So. Yeah, and, and actually the Bucks pick, we can't act, trade it anymore really unless we, we do it in the summer because um, that's that Bucks pick is for this year. So the only way we could do that is like on draft day we decided to trade dra that. That's the only opportunity that we would have. That's fine. We we don't have we don't want a college team. We want an NBA team. So yeah, let's see how it goes. What's the next question? Next question. Is, so stay on the topic of the draft is from Kaler Thirty. Thoughts on Zion to the Suns? I mean, if we have number one pick, number one overall pick, I'm taking Zion. Do you? If I'm James Jones. Do you feel? Do you feel the Suns are getting two straight first pick? No. I see us getting the third pick. That's my prediction. We get the third pick. I feel like Zion is ending at the Bulls way more than the Knicks. I feel I feel like he can be there, obviously, but the league needs the Bulls back on the system. And, no, I don't think he's going to the Bulls. And obviously, all the media is going, oh, he's going to the Knicks, he's going to the Knicks. Or even the Caps because he's going to the Cavs. That should be terrible. And That's my prediction. Yeah, it's like uh, LeBron's 2.0 is back to Cleveland. exactly. It would be terrible for him. I but. want to see him at the Bulls or New York. Yeah, I, I, I mean it wouldn't be bad. I mean, Zion Williamson is a crazy, ridiculous talent that is gonna be really exciting. To see his debut, he's gonna have everyone looking at him. Yeah, summer league will he's be a crazy phenom. for him. He's a phenom, and Zion is being crazy since those first YouTube videos. Yeah, and I know. Had, I, I remember watching him in high school. I was like, "You're my age. Why? Why can't I <laughs> jump as high as you?" <laughs> no, not me. I can be his dad. No, no, not that way. <laughs> But I think Zion is going to be a great one. If it's going to be at the Suns, I don't see it. I don't see it. I don't it's see really it It's really too hard. 
All right. Yes. Yeah, so, so the next question is from Karen S15. Who should we draft? So if I'm right and we get the third overall pick, I say number one goes Zion, number two goes RJ, number three we go with Morant. Ja, ja Morant. I think that's how you pronounce Me it. Me too. I'm not, or Morant. Whatever. He, he, but, he looks really good. But yeah. I think. However, uh-huh. however, if we get number two, I still say we pick Morant. Wow. What do you think about this guy? Because you've been loving it so much. Yeah, he he is a beast, okay? He, he's been compared to Russell Westbrook. I mean, yeah, the competition he's playing isn't isn't the best right now. But then again, if you think about it, Steph Curry didn't play the best competition. Damian Lillard didn't play the best competition. So that doesn't really matter. And Good point. we'll see him in the NCAA tournament. Good point. I'm going to ask you this. Most of the top picks recently let's see, in the past maybe five years, are not being the best players in the league. How sure you are if we are top five, the player that we pick is going to be the one that we want? I mean, DeAndre Ayton, he, he, I think he's the player that we all expected him to be, in my opinion. And Josh Jackson, he's taken a little bit longer to develop, but I still think he'll get to that point of being a quality NBA player. And as for Dra- as for Dragon Bender, I mean that's just unlucky pick. <laughs> I can I can't agree with you because if you look at Zion Williamson, R.J. Barrett, they're they're good, but it's a, yeah. we're not getting Zion. If we get him, good, awesome, incredible. But we have too many forwards to pick RJ Barrett on a second spot. Yeah, I and we I don't I don't see getting rid of Kelly Oubre. I, no, I don't I, I don't see I, I don't see McCall getting out of Phoenix. No. So let's say TJ is out. Yeah. All right, he's out. But picking RJ Barrett is another one. Is, exactly. So it, it, it's not something that we need. He's amazing. He looks like Scotty Peepin. I, that's what I feel. Yeah, it, it's but, nothing against RJ. Exactly. It's just it's not for us. JM exactly. I'm, I'm I'm really worried about his turnovers stats. I I could see that too. And we need a point guard, and that's may, this is my opinion is the most important position. In the game because it's the one that is creating the place, and yeah. if you have someone that can struggle creating the place, what you're gonna do? It's gonna be huh. the same thing. Yeah, that's true. Oh, I, I don't I don't know. What's the next question? Uh, be it would be cool to predict some trades. So just predict some trades that, or talk about some trades that you would like to see. Well, I want I want to see like I mentioned before. I want to see Zion with the Bulls. All they're making yeah. and the cap space and everything that should be good. And if you look, their young players can be excited. That move from mm-hmm. LeBron to the West is the best thing that can happen to the East. All the I young know. players are going there. To make something exciting, because and that's the worst thing that could happen for us. Exactly. And five years ago, 
when Giannis Antetokounmpo came to the league saying, who is that guy from Greece? He's making it now. And not, yeah, he's a beast. He's a beast. He's a, probably the best player in the league for the next coming decade besides Luka Doncic. Oh, Luka, yeah. Um, <laughs> but he's on the West. I see that the, the East is like the spot or the perfect landing for young players to prove who they are. The West is more all the veterans that wants to battle with the really good teams and make a spot in the playoff. Because that's, that's actually a great point. Because that's 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 it. That's it. That's there's nothing. And we are acting like a East conference team, being super young, not getting better, and losing a lot of games. That's so true. Yeah. I don't know. What 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 kind of what kind of pick you you should want to see or I don't know. I, I just wanna see a trade for a point guard. Uh, an established veteran point guard if we don't have one by next next season. But right now there's in the off season that there's going to be some available. Exactly. We're not getting I'm, Kyrie. I mean, we are not getting Kyrie. No. I'm trying to be realistic. Like maybe D'Angelo Russell, maybe. I mean, that's not the most realistic, but that's who I'm hoping for. No, Brooklyn is almost going to the playoff, but... For the yeah. for the Suns to finish this podcast, what should be the best move to make us a little bit more better? Point guard, no doubt about it. That's that is the missing piece. It's a point guard. Why not Chris Paul? <laughs> he's he. I think he's happy in Houston. He's happy losing and getting injured in bus in Houston. He's making a lot of money. All right, and no doing and that. no taxes. That's really that's really his money. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so he likes that. All right, guys, this episode is being amazing. I promise you, it's gonna be better. I'm gonna invite you, all the Suns fans, to follow House of Phoenix on Instagram, and obviously to the NBA community that we're creating. We're gonna invite you to listen to our podcast and be part of it because we care about all the teams. I. We know we are the best team in the league. It doesn't matter the record. But we, we, we want to make friends. We want to make friends. And obviously, I'm so happy to be back on this. Carlos Roman. Carlos Roman 24 on Instagram. I know I, I don't post that much, but I can talk so much. And then House of Phoenix Suns to follow. Obviously, Ryan Sirk. The comment here. All the posts. And thank you. Thank you. Thank you for all the questions and being interacting all the time. Yeah, thank you all so much. Uh, I really appreciate all the follows on Instagram, and I'll, I'll keep posting and getting your guys' opinions, and I'll be sure to do more of this. Thank you guys again. Obviously, we are on the road to $100,000. So yeah, stay let's tuned, go. people. Let's go. See you on the second episode. Bye-bye. Hi again, thank you for choosing the House of Phoenix Sun podcast as your favorite show. Don't forget to follow the page on Instagram, House of Phoenix Suns, and also you can listen to our episodes on YouTube and Encore app. See you on the next one.